You're listening to the All The Things Podcast, and I'm your host, Sophia Merlo. Each week, you can expect tips and tricks from beauty to business experts or from myself as I navigate life as a young woman in her 20s. Every episode is chocked full of value, tangible advice, while still sprinkling in relatable stories and keeping things real with my guests and you listening. Be sure to subscribe and tune in every Thursday so you don't miss an episode. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Other Things podcast. As soon as you become a listener, I become your new online best friend. If you haven't done so already, make sure you are subscribed so you never miss a new episode every Thursday. You never know what episode will be next. Sometimes we talk about health and fitness. Sometimes it's all about entrepreneurship and other times we're going back to university, baby. If you haven't done so already, I would absolutely love you if you left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or send your favorite episode of the podcast to a friend who needs to listen. Make sure you're caught up with us on all of the socials. That is at all the things that pod on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, Twitter, and YouTube. Our website is at allthethingstheblog.com or send us an email if you want to get in touch. And that is at allthethingstheblog at gmail.com. Like I briefly hinted at, this episode is all about university. It's kind of like a part two to my 10 things I wish I knew before going to university episode. I think that was episode number eight when I was re-listening to it to see what all the 10 tips I gave were. I was half cringing and half like, this isn't bad for my first solo pod, but that intro I just can't with. And a lot of people still go back to that episode, which I'm really proud of it. I really think the content and the tips still hold true today. I wouldn't say anything different, but when I listen to that intro, my, 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 thank you all for staying on this journey with me. I digress. That episode has a lot of great value. I stand behind it, but I felt it was time to give you all an updated version. So my first episode, I think if you're about to go to university, you're at the beginning of your university career, so to speak, I think is really, really applicable to your stage in life. But I understand that my audience has also grown, shifted, changed, developed, and not everyone is about to go to university. A lot of you have also recently graduated or you're about to graduate. So I wanted to give you an updated episode, but with the perspective of now someone who's been out of university for over a year. These are some of the things I wish I cherished more while I was in university, things that I've realized now that I've been out of that world for a while, and I wanted to share all of those with you. I also really want to know all of your thoughts on doing a story time episode, maybe university-themed but I want to make it a roundtable version and have some of my friends maybe have Dylan on and we can just tell a bunch of fun stories. I really want to tell you guys more, but a lot of the stories involve more than just myself. So I can't divulge all that information when it involves other people, but I think it would give you guys a good laugh. So I'm not even entirely sure what to call these if it's tips, advice, pieces, parts. I have about six items here and then we'll see what I title this episode. So whether it's tips, advice, here's number one. 
and that is to join a club or pick up a new skill. Now, after university, if I had more time, I would absolutely love to join an intramural group or sport, but part of me honestly gets anxiety thinking of playing sports that aren't dance. I will fucking crush a Pilates class, a spin class, a weight session, but ask me to play softball and I am deceased. Not that there's not intramural I'm really struggling with that word, if you can't tell, intramural sports teams after university and in adulthood that are just for fun. There are tons and tons of them out there, but I feel like I'm just slowly getting to a point in my life where I need to have a baseline level of skill to play something. And even if I'm the worst person on the team, be okay with that. That's a me thing. But for those of you in university, this is such a great time to pick up a new skill or sport and do something you've never done before. It doesn't matter if you didn't play soccer or basketball or whatever in high school or growing up. Now's a time where you can get on a team, have some fun, meet new people. This is such an amazing way to build your social circle at school too, outside of your own classes and meet different types of people. And also a great way to relieve some stress and have something built into your schedule that isn't revolved around schoolwork. I can also speak to just joining a sports club in general. Joining the dance team at my university was hands down one of the best decisions I made about going to school in general. I made two of my best friends ever on the dance team. It was such an amazing support system. It allowed me to continue dancing after it being my entire life and not having to shut that out completely while I chose to pursue education and school. It gave a great outlet. It was really fun. We got to do different performances for the school and halftime shows and bar shows. And I cannot say enough good things about it. It continues to build teamwork. You meet a great group of people. I'm just rambling on now. But if you have the opportunity or if you're debating whether you want to join a team or a club, whether that's something you've loved and been passionate about for years or you want to try something completely new, 100% go for it. This is the time to do it. Number two is to tell people and pursue your ideas. Tell your professors and the speakers that come into your class something that you're thinking of or working on. Being a student is kind of like a get-out-of-jail-free card in the business world. People view you more as this cute, ambitious, non-threatening student, and in turn, you offer them a chance to be a mentor, or you can feed their ego a bit by asking for advice, and people will eat that shit up. In my experience, people are still really willing to help put you in touch with other people or collaborate. I've been so lucky, especially in the Vancouver wellness, fitness, health community. There have been so many amazing people, especially women here, that genuinely want to empower and help and build others up as well. But there are just so many resources and competitions and grants for students 
that make me wish I started the podcast when I actually first had my idea and wanted to get things going four years ago. I don't want anyone to feel discouraged by this either. It's never too late to start pursuing your idea. But just to take advantage of that short period of time where people are more than ever willing to help you, willing to give you their advice for free, willing to throw money at you to get an idea going, look and explore what your school has to offer, what the community your school is in has to offer. I'm sure you'll be surprised by how much is actually out there for you to take it or leave it as you want. My next few points really come from a lens of being out of school, looking back in versus being in school and looking outward, if that makes sense. But my point number three is that you're still so young. It really hit me this year that I'm not always going to be the youngest person in the room. And to my surprise, I actually didn't like it. My age, because I understand I still am very young, has never really been an issue for me. I always get a little weird around my birthdays. Is that just me getting older? But besides that, it's never been an issue. And I don't know if this will make sense, but I want you to stay with me for a sec. Obviously, you know what life is like up until your current age. It's the only thing you've ever experienced. So when you're just getting into your adulthood, it feels strange because there becomes a clear disconnect with a younger version of yourself. And I don't know if any of that made sense, but I'm going to try and explain. I'm going to paint a scene here for you, so hopefully what I just said makes a bit more sense. This past summer, I was at the Rex Orange County concert, and it just became so apparent to me that I am no longer 16. For me, this wasn't a negative thing. It wasn't necessarily a positive thing. It was just strange. I think, especially with the pandemic the last few years, we had a couple solid years where we couldn't go out, we couldn't celebrate, we couldn't live our lives the way we wanted to. So now when we have an upcoming birthday or one of our first big social events, it just hits you a bit harder in the face of how old you actually are. And that is what happened with me. With that all said, I had an absolute blast. I am only 23, so I acted like a 23-year-old should. I was with my best friend and a group of our friends, and we danced our asses off. We sang along. We cried. It was so, so much fun. Just because you're not a teenager anymore or you've graduated university or college, it doesn't then mean that you need a five-year plan for it your career, for your relationships, for your life in general. You're young, so act like it still. You have permission to still make mistakes, to still be young, to explore their things. And I felt personally that there was this pressure after graduation of what is the next thing. For so long, you're trained hitting these specific goals as a society So you go to elementary school, you go to high school, you graduate high school. Congratulations, that's one of the first huge milestones that we can all collectively celebrate or that everyone can resonate to in some respect. And then from there, a lot of us feel pressured 
or want to just go to university. It's all very planned out. It's very traditional. It's kind of what you might expect yourself to do if you're not really thinking of what your plan or your life looks like. It's laid out for you. And then after university, it's really up to you and you can feel an intense pressure to have something planned next. I am here to tell you, you do not need that. I'm not here saying it's now time to be lazy and sit around and wait for something to happen to you, but understand and appreciate and embrace the fact that you're still so young, that you have so much ahead of you, that there are endless possibilities. Use it as a superpower versus something that will just super freak you out. Back to more university, college, time period specificness. Except the fact that it's going to be awkward. I feel like everyone talks about how fun it is and all the people you're going to meet and things you're going to learn. And that's all very true and very much the plus sides of going to university or college. But it's also really awkward at times. It is just a weird time in your life. You're unhinged. You're unsupervised, most likely in a new city meeting new people, you're under a lot of stress, and then you're left to make it work and just do your thing. Like, what part of that do we not realize is going to be awkward or embarrassing or sad or depressing? And I don't want this episode to discourage anyone, but in hindsight, looking back, or if you're going through it right now, or if you're upset because university or college or just this period of your life isn't what you expected it to be, that's okay. That is part of what makes this period of your life so special. I can't think of another time where it is completely acceptable to have dinner at midnight. For dinner, you maybe have a few crackers and cheese, whatever hasn't gone bad in your fridge or your roommate's pantry yet, and then a few spoonfuls of peanut butter, and then at that point, you're wide awake, so you might as well see if your roommate's up and you talk about something that's really random or, like, some person that she hooked up with the, like, weekend before. You get the debrief on that. And then you're still awake, so you think you might as well do some of your work that you've been stressed about, so you put on something to stream on your laptop as you're doing work, and then finally you feel tired, so you go to bed for a couple hours, and then you wake up, and you go to class, and you do it all over again, and you tell someone about your night, and they're like, oh, the same. Me too. Like, where else does that exist? I just want you, if you're listening to this and that resonates with you, that's where you're at right now and it's stressing you out a bit. I totally understand. It's different when you're in it and I think we all romanticize things and experiences afterwards. But lean into this. I promise you, it's such a short period of your life. It goes by so fast. All these awkward moments or times when you're uncomfortable or things that are funny, it really just exists in this little bubble So make the most of all of those moments and stories while you're in them and while you can really, because before you know it, you're going to be on the next chapter of your life. And not that I necessarily miss this point of my life. I'm quite happy where I am now, 
but I do remember a lot of those times fondly, and I want to pass that on to all of you listening. Now, I'm going to probably completely contradict myself here, but my next point is that it's a great time, but it's not the best time of your life. I can remember being really stressed out coming back home because there were people that had told me about their own university experience that it was the best time of their lives, and if it's not the best time in my life, I'm doing it wrong. And although I had really great memories and times and stories, and I met my boyfriend and I met some of my best friends, there was also a lot of periods of time where I was depressed and I was anxious and I felt completely overwhelmed. And I was like, if this is the best time of my life, then oh my God, I really don't have any desire to go back to school and I don't want to discourage anyone who's currently in school or going to university soon because even with saying all that, I did love a lot of my experience. I feel really accomplished now getting my degree, but you would have to pay me quite a bit of money to go back and do it all over again. Life is so long. If it peaks when you're like 19 or 18 to 22, 23, then that is just such a disappointment. And if you know me personally, if my life peaked when I was financially at my worst, that is just not aligned with who I am as a person. Like, I always knew it's only going to get up from here. University is really the jumping off platform, not the final destination. But sometimes I know it does feel like it's this final destination because, like I was saying earlier, everything is kind of laid out of what the next step should be up until that point. But flip it on its head. Now it's really exciting. Now you have more tools than you've ever had before to really take on the things that you want to do. You've met new connections. You have a bigger social network. You have all these different experiences and met different kinds of people. Now you can really go and do what you want to do. I know that's so much easier said than done, but it is true. This isn't where things end and you have to go straight into a corporate job and work until you can retire and then live your life, you can choose your own adventure from here on out. My next point is ingrained in everything I've said, but I felt it was important to make it its own statement, is enjoy living with your friends. Most of us, especially those of us living in an expensive city like Vancouver, will likely have a roommate for a while after uni, but a lot of us, including myself, will move in with your partner after school. Now, for me, this has been awesome. It's been great. I really love living with Dylan, and Dylan better say the same thing or else, but it's also a different stage of your life. So enjoy those late night talks and getting ready together before you're going out, and that ability to always live next to your best friend. Now, I totally understand the roommate situation doesn't always work out in your favor. Sometimes the school forces you to live with a completely random person, and that can go either way at times. But let's just focus on a lot of your friends living in one condensed area at least. After university, or even the summers in between years when you all go home, It can be so harsh 
on your life to not live in the same city as your best friends and being in this bubble is truly such a gift. That is probably what I miss the most about university is it being in my schedule to see and spend time with my best friends every single day, whether it be in class, talking about schoolwork, going to dance together, having the ability on weekends to see each other again at dance practice, or just have that freedom to say, do you want to come over? Do you want to go for a walk? It's such a gift to have that. And I never felt like I took it for granted or was unappreciative of it. But life gets busy. And when you live in different cities, it is hard managing different schedules and times to even have a phone call or keep up to date on each other's lives versus if you were literally talking in person three times a day, because whether you liked it or not, you had to. But back on the actual roommate situation, I want to talk about my first year because it really stands out to me. Part of why I chose the university I went to was because the fact me and four of my really, really close friends all knew we were able to live together before we went away to university. And that was just a once in a lifetime experience. I look back on all my Snapchat memories. That's another point is to journal or at least use your Snapchat just for the memories so that you can see on X amount of years ago on this date what you were doing. Because it really brings me so much joy, even seeing those small, dumb things we did that didn't seem like a standout memory in the moment, but now I love looking back at. Now, this isn't a tip, but it goes with what I just said and a little bit of a story time. So again, in first year, me and my three roommates, we were all really good friends from home. We were so excited to live with each other. And we had an idea to start like a communal journal. And I so wish we kept up with it. I think we did it for maybe three days, then didn't do it for months, then wrote in it like a one day and then gave up on it. But I wish we had that because even those like three days we have are complete gold now. And we would write in funny memories, things that happened that day, weird things people would say to us, events at parties. And if we had that now, oh my gosh. So if you're in university right now or at any point of your life, stop right now, get a journal if you're living with your friends, all of you need to contribute to it. It's like the sisterhood of the traveling pants, but in a journal form. And you'll look back even like a year later. It's so funny to see the things that you wrote down and the events that took place and how you recount the story versus how it comes up in your head as a memory. That is all I will say about the journal. I could never say, I don't even think there's like something like bad in there, but I, I can't share what's written or give insight. That is as far as I'll go. If you know, you know, there are few people that know where this journal is, what's written in the journal, but definitely do it with you and your roommates or you and your close friends. It's so fun. If you clicked on this episode because you want more clear, specific tips for university, you're in it, you're going to it definitely click on my part one, my first episode. Again, it's 
very, very early on in the podcast. I think it's episode eight. So ignore that old intro I used. You could tell I had like a customer service voice going on. I'm not quite sure what Sophia in 2021 was doing there, but we have grown, developed. This is much more myself than how I talk to my friends now. I'm sure I'll listen back to this episode in a year's time and be cringing so hard, but that is life. That is how we get better at things. But with all that said, that episode does have a lot of really great tools, and I think it covered a lot of the actual tips or things that I wish I knew going into university in terms of life, fitness, um, social, and academic. It has a wide variety. This is more introspective and a bit of a transition period of your life, but still very university focused. So I hope this episode brought you tons of value. As always, if you think this episode will help someone you know, please share it with them. If you like this episode, please leave us a five-star review. Thank you so, so much for listening. It means more to me than you'll ever know, and I'll talk to you soon.